0: Right, hello, my friends, welcome back to This Week on the Internet. Over the course of the last seven days, Ricegum returns, True Jory, offers to scrap Conor McGregor, and Mizzy gets arrested again. Alright, starting off, my friends, you won't believe this. A woman from Wakefield in the United Kingdom has named her son after Abdul, uh, the famous shopkeeper from Wakey Wines. Okay, uh, so for those listening on audio platforms, uh, looking at him, you, Abdul, you wouldn't quite expect him to be called Abdul. Uh, Anyway, moving on. Also this week, Ricegum is back. He's streaming on Twitch and he has responded to Jake Paul's claims uh, that he has no money and is working at McDonald's since leaving YouTube. No, that's a big, tasty story. (laughs) You're telling me that RiceGum's not working at McDonald's right now. Stop that. Guaranteed. Stop that. There's not a shot in hell that RiceGum has a dollar to his name. That's crazy. Nah, man, that is crazy. I mean, people might think that. I mean, think about it, guys. If I made all my money, like, if I post a video to make money, right? and then I stopped making videos, then you're like, oh, he doesn't have money coming in. And then also Jake lived in LA, I lived in LA, and I guess Jake knows how expensive. Bro, life is expensive. Motherfuckers say, it's it's expensive to just exist. Wright says uh, he's been doing crypto stuff since leaving, uh, and if he's bought anything Jake's promoted, he probably is broke. Uh, moving on! My friends, this is Quenlyn Blackwell, uh, and this week, a botched Botox job left both of her eyebrows looking like Nike-ticks. Y'all, I got Botox in my forehead, and I think something happened. <laughs> oh my god, why is they both going up like Nike swoops? Yeah! Good lord, uh, that's either a filter or a lawsuit. My friends, there is only one thing you can do when a beauty parlor uh, turns your eyebrows into Nike swooshes. Just sue it. Just sue it. Just. Uh, Anyway, dodgy forehead filler. That'll raise a few eyebrows. Luckily, Quinlan took it well. She's got a stiff upper lip, uh, which was given to her by the same beautician. Also this week, Conor McGregor and Mr. Brian True Geordie have came to blows. Uh, This is a thoroughly entertaining topic, lads. Uh, Strop yourself in. Basically, so the story is, Brian made a bit of a video about him, like, going off the rails a couple of weeks ago. Connor seems to have seen it this week, and he responded uh, with a very angry voice note. Fat fucking bitch tits. Who the the fuck are you? You little bones victim looking thing. Fuck me, man. Who scalded you with a kettle? You fat fuck. You fat nobody. You little feminine pussy of a thing. Oi, fuck pussy, yeah? Keep my name out of your mouth, you stupid cunt. Sick of, sick of seeing your fat-born face. scaldy fat estrogen head. Uh, apparently the UFC are willing to accept that as a positive drugs test. Look, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of things you can call Brian. Uh, I'm not sure feminine is one of those, though. Estrogen head, however, I have to say I'm a fan of. No clue what it means, uh, but it's it's got a bit of je ne sais quoi. Anyway, anyway, moving on. Uh, Brian then responded to the voice memo uh, and offered to give him a fight. I would pick Conor McGregor up like a shopping bag with one arm. He is so small compared to me. And I know his fans are going to think he's like Superman or whatever, but they've got weight classes for a reason, bro. I'm more than twice the size of this man. And look, if you want to do a charity fight, anything, MMA, boxing, I don't really give a shit because I'm literally a giant compared to you. We'll donate the money to Burns victims. How about that? Any time, anywhere, any place. I really don't care. Someone needs to shut that fucking hole in your face. Uh, let me know in the comments down below who you think would win. Uh, I would like to see them side by side. I think Brian's a lot bigger. So I think my mo- my money would be on him, but what if Connor just ran round him and gave him a quick one-two up and then knackered him out that way? Let us know, lads. What do you think? Uh, who wins that fight? I would fucking pay to see that though. Also this week, a toddler was sentenced to life imprisonment in North Korea after its family was found with a Bible. To be fair, should count itself lucky. Uh, North Korea is probably the only country you can get imprisoned for life and not lose that much freedom. Such a shame, apparently he was really enjoying his new job at the factory. It says here, uh, according to a new report by the US State Department, one case involved the 2009 arrest of a family, including a two-year-old child, based on their religious practices and possession of a Bible. Damn, they've really thrown the book at them there. Bibles make Kim Jong-un really cross. <laughs> No. Uh, anyway, next up. Also, my friends, uh big time streamer Ludwig here is planning to auction off everything he owns uh for charity. The proceeds go to Ricegum uh, to help him buy some new clothes and get back on his feet. To be fair, the bloke does own a B-Day company, uh, so he's very experienced in getting rid of shit. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Mizzy, uh, the kid who got arrested last week for breaking into a uh, very affluent-looking couple's home. James? Come to the front door right now, please. James? Got arrested again this week on the roof of an Iceland. Uh, hey, you know, Uh what does a policeman say when he arrests someone on the roof of an Iceland? Freeze! <laughs> I've been on talks with the Tate brothers me, Tristan and Andrew have been in talks and they want to support me and I'm seeing it like it's all genuine. Jesus, uh, that's when you know you're fucked. Okay, audio listeners, uh, this is an exclusive topic just for you lot. Uh, I don't know why I'm giving looks to the camera. No one can fucking see me. Uh, all right, so Aiden Ross, I think he said the N-word. Okay, have a listen to this. Okay, do a spin. You got, I got you. You got you, I got you, I got you. He's uh, somehow managed to be the biggest tit in that clip, uh, which is pretty impressive considering. Uh, for audio listeners, uh, the context of that is there's a woman with big, big bosoms in the video. Uh, oh, actually, no, there isn't. No breasts in the video, no boobs. Uh, well, there is, but just some mediocre boobs. Uh, please, Sorry, please stay listening on audio. Uh, we thank you very much for being here. We need you here. Anyway, he then came out and denied it. I didn't say you fucking weirdos, bro. Listen, bro, have I said in the past? Yes. Have I only admitted I've said in the past? Yes. Can I say it here? No. Um, but what? If you didn't say it, what were you saying then? Moving on. Also this week, a Portuguese TikToker, Gap Yearing in Central America, was left speechless after returning from a boat party to find a hostel had burned down. Well, that's hostel's manager getting fired. Uh, but they're getting roasted on TripAdvisor. No. Uh but I mean, uh, judging by the surrounding buildings, I don't feel it'll be any less comfortable. Moving on. A man uh, has gone viral, uh, an American man, a man from Michigan after he captured a runaway cow running away on the i-75 in Michigan. The cow weighed a whopping 800 kilos, making it almost double the weight of the average American. It says here, uh, Michigan police were alerted to a runaway cow alongside the Interstate 75 that had just escaped from a nearby pasture. My friends, uh, here we see a strange, simple creature that you rarely see outside of a farm chasing a cow down a motorway. Not a very sensitive way to talk about losing your virginity, Ricky, uh, but fair enough, mate. Next up, a UK-based OnlyFans model has revealed just how much some of her subscribers are willing to pay uh, for her spit. She says it's helped her pay off some of her student debt. Uh, a small bottle of her spit costs 350 quid. A note with her kiss is £100. And a bottle of her bath water Where have we heard that before? Costs 200 quid. Letitia says uh, she sells this kind of thing so often she's running out of bottles. Apparently, says here, her most regular customer uh, lives just around the corner. Spitting distance. Uh, Moving on. All right. Now, uh, last weekend, it was Radio 1's big weekend, uh, which if you're not from the UK, it's kind of just like a big a very pop-based festival. And there was this band called Royal Blood, who I recently saw described as they make music for accountants who like a bit of rock, Um, and I feel like that's pretty spot on. Anyway, they weren't getting much love from the crowd on their performance, uh, and the lead singer threw a bit of a hissy fit. Have a listen to this. Well, uh, I guess I should introduce ourselves, seeing as uh, no one actually knows who we are. We're called Royal Blood, and this is uh, rock music. Who likes rock music? Nine people, brilliant. This is Ben Thatcher, he plays drums. Everybody say hi to Ben, please. We're having to clap ourselves, because that was so pathetic. Well done, Ben. Ooh, I guess I should introduce ourselves, because no one knows who we are. I think that's your fault, mate, not theirs. Oh, yeah, posh bloke from West Sussex, whinging because people don't like him as much as they like Lewis Capaldi. That's fucking rock and roll, dickhead. Uh, Moving on, the Nelk boys have been under fire this week uh, for deceiving an Amish man that they befriended, uh, flying him to Miami and taking him to a strip club, despite it going against his culture and way of life. I'll be honest, right, I'm not usually a big Nelk fan, but I saw their Amish stuff and I thought it was quite funny. Anyway, uh, at the end of it all, the bloke who was apparently called Abe, Uh, left the club they had him in and booked a driver to take him 20 hours back to where he lived, uh, blocking all of their numbers in the process. Nelk have since provided uh, a community update on Abe uh, via a screenshot of a text message from one of Abe's friends. It says, I drove out to see Abe today. He made his confession on Sunday and told the church he took an airplane ride, drank beer, and let people take videos of him. They didn't shun him. They just told the whole community what happened and let him stay. Just wanted to let you all know he's fine. Now, uh, my friends, that's an iMessage here from uh, John Armish. He's not a very fucking good one, is he? Hang on, so they're not allowed to use phones, right? So how did he block their numbers? They've blatantly just made this up and like saved one of their own numbers and put it in the group chat. Like, well, you know, he's not gonna see it online anyway. Moving on, streamer Ice Poseidon this week uh, planted a kick flag on the highest base camp in the world. Uh, during like a trekking stream on Mount Everest. Uh, the camp is 18,000 feet tall, which for context there, is around a thousand feet longer than his nose. Climbing Everest is notoriously difficult and expensive. People usually lose a lot of money while they're doing it. Uh, so Kick should feel right at home. Moving on, a government official in India has been suspended after he ordered an entire reservoir, res- reservoir, uh, be drained so that he could retrieve his phone. Apparently, uh, it took three days to drain the whole thing, Uh, they had to pump out millions of litres of water after Rajesh Vishwash uh, dropped the device while taking a selfie. They eventually, after all of that, found the device, but it was too waterlogged to work. Damn. Okay, so you might have heard uh, recently there was a man on board a Asiana Airlines flight um, and he opened the door as they were coming into land. In the video, there's like headrests fluttering all over the gaff, um, but nobody was like sucked out the outside, which I feel like I've been lied to about that somewhere. I was very much expecting everyone to kind of just be a big, mm, mm, get really sucked anyway. Uh, <clears throat> moving on. Apparently all 194 passengers survived the flight, it landed safely, just with its door still open at Daegu International Airport this Friday. Uh, The man was arrested as soon as they landed, Uh, he wasn't given bail uh, because they considered him a flight risk. Moving on! Also this week, Kai Sanat and Speed's new Rumble exclusive show premiered uh, and they were joined by Tiana Trump. I'm assuming Kai, Speed and Tiana got on very well, Um, they have a lot in common, they all spend a lot of time screaming on camera. That feels a bit misogynistic, sorry lads, we've lowered the tone, Uh, we're going to keep lowering the tone actually, Uh, Tiana was the right girl to take camping, Uh, she's been responsible for a lot of pitch tents in the past. Sorry uh moving on grace van Dien. uh she joined a popular esports org this week uh and its og members complained said it was a bad move by the board uh, and that she doesn't really fit the brand uh it kind of all kicked off she since left the company uh removed all mention of it from a bio uh and privated her twitter i guess you could say it was all a phase Moving on! PewDiePie has reflected on what it was like to meet Mr. Beast recently, uh, saying that he was very scared to meet the big dog. Uh, apparently, Jimmy had previously called him uh, a fat estrogen head with bitch tits. That was a fun and strange day. I don't know if the video is up yet, but it should be very fun. I've never been so scared in my entire life. Life and I thought I then was able to be that scared. Uh, moving on. Okay, so Phil, Mr. Phil Schofield, uh, you know, it kicked off with him last week and he was called a I'm Not Getting Those Cards Out Again. Uh, well, today he has done like an interview with The Sun and maybe The Daily Mail trying to save his career. Now, I haven't seen it, so I thought we could watch it together. That sounds like fun, free watch time. I absolutely know. There is no question. I did a bad thing, unprofessional, first time. I know, I know I did that. Like first time works. <laughs> you can't say first time as if you've just been caught speeding. Because I follow 11,300 people. So I followed him on Twitter. And I think he probably said what everybody says is, thanks for following. And that was that. <laughs> it was mine, no. Um, And so, he worked at the show for a bit, we became mates, and then one day... I shagged him, like, what what do you mean, and then one day? You met him when you were 11. Not when you were 11, when he... Is he vaping? Is that a lost... That's a lost Mary! This is the darkest moment, it may be in the bloke's life. He's trying to save his career by the skin of his teeth, and he still can't put the fucking thing down. They need investigating. I need to start fucking selling them. Like, this is awful. Like, it's... He's done a... Hor- I'm not sympathising. Done a horrendous thing. It must be horrible for him to go through it. I just... And I watch this and I feel, feel a little bit of sympathy. But you're like, it's—it's it's, it's an is it an act? Is it just a PR move? I don't know. Uh, I feel like I'm getting played when I feel those things. Um, but, you know, going through the backlash must be fucking rough. But does he deserve... Or anyway, my friends, that is the end of this episode. Thank you very much for watching. And we will see you again next Monday or next Sunday if you listen to the podcasts. Bye-bye.